magnify your name. That's why my heart is filled with praise. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you, Lord, today. Because you care for me. Because you care for me in such a special way and yes i praise you i praise you i lift you up i lift you up Lord, i magnify your name and that's why that's why my heart is filled with praise let's sing that one more time i love you I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you, Lord, today. Because you care for me. Because you care. You care for me. Yes, you did. In such a special way. And yes, I praise you. I praise you. I lift you up. I lift you up. Lord, I magnify your name. And that's why that's why my heart is filled with praise. And the songwriter said, My heart, my mind, my soul. My heart. My heart. My mind, my mind, my soul belongs, belongs to, you. to you. You paid the price. You paid, you paid the price for me. Way back, way back on Calvary. And yes, I praise you. I praise you. I lift you I up. Lift you up. Lord, I magnify your name. That's why, that's why my heart is filled with praise. That's why, that's why my heart, my heart is filled with my heart is filled with praise. Oh Lord, that's why, that's why my heart is filled with praise. I want the Lord to prepare me to be a sanctuary. I want the Lord to prepare me to be a sanctuary right now. Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary. Pure and holy. Pure and holy. Tried and true. Tried and true. With thanksgiving, I'll be a living. I'll be a living sanctuary. Sanctuary, Lord for you, Lord for you. Lord, prepare me. Lord, prepare me. Oh, prepare me to be a sanctuary. Pure and holy, tried and true, 
And we will thanksgiving. I'll be, I'll be a living I need the oh, I need the
Oh, hallelujah. I believe there's a theme song for tonight that Brother Morris wanted to introduce to us. You know, it's wonderful to have a program like this, especially I love the title, Family Reunion. We are all family. We are all family. And I can't wait till we have the final reunion. <laughs> oh, I want to be there. How about you? Praise the Lord. Brother Morris. This song comes from a song I got actually heard from B.B. Winings called Let's Go On. How many have heard that? Let's, it's called the words are Let's Go On. Let's Go On. Let's Go On. Let's Go On. And let's do to talk about our Lord. Let's go on, let's go on, let's go on. The good old way. And as I play it, you'll just catch it right in. It has a familiar tune. First, I want to thank the wife for coming here today. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Words, the meditation all brings the spirit of Christ right into our lives. Praise the Lord. And that's what it's all about. It's a reunion of our lives. Amen. Others who you can touch. It's like my wife said the other day. If you do you know anyone sitting beside you or behind you, in front of you? If you don't know everybody, well, we got some reunion to do. Amen. We want to get to know who Jesus is. We want everyone to know who Jesus is through us. Let's go. So just listen to it. If you can follow it, go right on through. Let's go. Everybody don't know. Everybody don't know. Everybody don't know. 
Let us stand for prayer. Praise the Lord, church. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for this awesome, awesome opportunity to be in your courts tonight. Lord, you have been good. Father, if we were to count our blessings tonight, we would run out of numbers. If we were to try to sing praise to you, we'll surely run out of songs. Father, if we should grab paint and canvas, we would run out to try to paint the blessings that you have rained down upon us tonight. And here we are, celebrating a reunion here at Abundant Life. You have been good since raising up Highland Square and bringing abundant life to where it is today. You have been good. And for this, we praise you. We honor you, almighty God. In spite of the circumstances, in spite of what the economy tells us, Lord, you are good. And we praise you. Yes. So tonight, oh God, as we forget about our burdens on this, your Sabbath, and as we lift up praises to you and song, and as we lift up our voices to you, oh God, we ask that your Holy Spirit may rain down upon us in copious showers, oh God, and Father, let everything be done to your name's honor and glory. May we leave here changed and filled for this is our sincere prayer in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Let everyone say, Amen. Amen. Please uh, grab your Bibles. Remain standing for our scripture reading at this time.
Our scripture will be from Luke chapter 15, verses 22 through 24. Would say amen. amen. But the father said to his servant, Bring out the best robe and put it on him, and put on a ring on his hand, and sandals on his feet, and bring the fatty calf here and kill it, and let us eat and be merry. For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and he is found and they bring to be merry. They began to be merry. You may be seated. And the program of Talks to Seas that we have amazing grace. But I'm going to use this as a time for all of you to Get, collect your minds. So we're going to have testimonials. Not too long. But what God has done for you. Because my wife, I'm looking for my wife back there. Is she there? Zaretha? I'm getting her off the props. I want her to help do the welcome because we are both wearing these reunion t shirts for a reason to kick out this union. So, my wife, in your elegant way. <laughs> all right, okay, I'm taking my cue from my husband. First of all, good afternoon and happy Sabbath, everyone. How joyous an occasion this is, how beautiful it is to see all of us under the same roof, worshiping our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And this is a weekend to celebrate. We have a lot to be celebratory about tonight, if you will indulge me for just a moment. Now, Eric persuaded me to put this t-shirt on and come down here and kind of advertise the fact that this is our first church family reunion at Abundant Life. It's not the first reunion we've had, but it is the first church reunion that we've had at Abundant Life, and hopefully it will be the first of many experiences such as these. I'm looking forward to a weekend blessed by the Lord. You know, I know that he is smiling upon us because I can see just by looking at your very countenances, everybody has a smile on. Now that's something right there to be blessed and thankful for. Amen? Amen. Amen. And I want this weekend for all of us to fully indulge ourselves in the spirit of reunion. We're going to be reunionized. You know, first of all, let me just say I think it's a wonderful thing. New Life is here tonight. Everybody, give yourselves a hand and give New Life a hand for being here. These are our brothers and sisters. They're like the Adam's rib right out of this church. Now, I've only been here five years. My fifth year anniversary is coming up next month when I was baptized into this church, you know, after marrying Brother Morris. You know, so I'm very thankful, first of all, to be involved in such a, an active church and such a loving church. 
And I don't know why Eric gave me this opportunity now to speak because he knows that I'm long-winded. So I'm going to try to cut my remarks short and say this. Involve yourselves. Be blessed by the Holy Spirit. He is here. We've already got some tidbits. I'm going to call it an hors d'oeuvre. A feast is about to be served. And all this weekend, we're going to feast some more. And I'm going to admonish each of you today, feast until you are full. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Amen. Amen. Happy Sabbath again. Welcome. He didn't have to wake me up this morning, but he did. I didn't have to wake up. Now, I read in the, the obituary yesterday, I don't usually read it, but for some reason, the Holy Spirit had me to read it, and I saw where a 25-year-old young lady went to sleep, but didn't wake up. And I said, God, you are awesome and a mighty God. So any time that I have a chance to uplift the name of Jesus, I thank God for my health. I thank God for my church family. I thank him for new life. I thank him for everything because I didn't have to have anything. Didn't have to have clothes. Didn't have to have food on my table, but I do. And, you know, we just sit here and say amen. But you got a lot to be thankful for, church family. You don't wait till you get sick and return. You got a terminal illness to so praise God. Praise him in spite of. Praise him in the good time. Praise him in the bad times. Job said, I give God all the praise. And that's what I say this evening. Praise God. I just want to say uh, I'm thankful that I'm here. You know, I never had a, a father in my life except this man right here. And, 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 you know, that means a lot because I'm standing here on the Sabbath. I ain't out there in the street hustling, doing things, you know, illegal activity and stuff. I'm here. So, you know, it's a testimony in and of itself. And if he wasn't here and if Auntie Trina wasn't there, I don't know if I'd be here right now either, though. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Giving honor to God, of course, every time I get a chance to give the Lord the praise, I'm ready to do so. And I was sitting here holding my seat for a minute. I said, well, I'm always jumping up. I said, I guess they're sick of me. But you know what? I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. 
And I just want to thank the Lord for the opportunity to be here and thank those pioneers, those people, those charter members who thought it worthy of Jesus Christ who gave his life for us to start another union of and fellowship on this corner. And now it has become from Highland Park to Abundant Life. And that's a blessing because years ago in the 80s and before um, when I used to visit Las Vegas, I said, well, that place doesn't have any churches anywhere. I didn't know at the time, you know, I didn't know my way around. But you know what, I thank God for this corner and I thank God for what has happened here and what is happening here and what will happen here. And all I wanna say is I pray to the good Lord that we will all be ready when we see Jesus burst those clouds to meet him in the air and to say, those of us that are alive and those who are not, that they will wake from their sleep and they'll wake and not see an angry God. And we'll just thank him and praise him for all that he's done and we'll be ever with the Lord from that day on. You know, it's, it's exciting to me to see everybody here this evening and uh, my colleague and brother, uh, Donald McLeod, Pastor McLeod. And, and do you believe we're family? Yes. I believe we're family, but I don't believe we're a dysfunctional family. But really, the way we're sitting right now, I, I, I think we ought to come a little closer. Let's come a little closer as family. I know some of y'all like those seats you're in and say, I, I bought this seat. So... No. But now let's come together a little closer, brothers and sisters, those of you in the back, because I know when, when, the, when the message begins, you want to feel the first fruit of the Spirit coming out of our speaker this evening. I'm, I'm, I'm glad to see so many of you out tonight. It's a, it's a wonderful Sabbath to truly be, how did, how did Sister Doretha say, reunionized. I, I, think, I think that's wonderful. It's, it's a blessing to come together. And one day soon, brothers and sisters, this is going to be a permanent thing. I'm looking forward to it. I hope you are too. I enjoyed the praise team. I, I, I wish I could have been here a little earlier because I would have kind of stepped up there with you. <laughs> but I, I enjoyed that. Anybody else? Yes, sir. Happy Sabbath, everyone. I'm Deacon McCoy from New Life. I'm one of the late members of New Life, which I'm very happy being there. I just want to thank the Lord, first of all. I wouldn't say for waking me up this morning because I've been out all night. I worked last night. I came in this morning after 7. I went to the post office. I didn't get to bed until probably some minutes to 10. But I want to thank Pastor McLeod for calling me this morning and inviting me over here because I know I would have been missing this blessing this evening. If, and I just want to thank the Lord for sparing my life. And you know what? While, while we were driving over here, Pastor Michael asked me a question. And right back, my mind went and, and the song and we both start singing this song. 
I was sinking deep in sin when the Lord saw it fit to brought me back. And I just want to thank the Lord for bringing me and putting me where I am right now because there are so many things I could have been doing right now, so many other places I could have been, but I want to thank the Lord for being here. It's always good to see brother and sister and those sometimes we don't see during the week coming together a little bit before Sabbath itself to praise the Lord. And we charge our spiritual batteries and give ourselves some of them heavy duty alkaline batteries so we can be on fire for the Lord. God has been real good to me. He brought me through a week and I wasn't quite feeling well. And now uh, God has got me this far today feeling better than I have felt all week. And it's all due to the love of my brothers and sisters and of course, the care of my wife. And I'm getting ready to introduce you to the speaker of the night. He and I go way back a while, of just a little while. We're in the same line of work. We work with the youth and society and the communities. David as well. Love what I do. Pastor McLeod first introduced me to the work that I do way back when. I had just come from overseas back to Las Vegas and I had been looking for some type of work. I was working for the conference for a while and I got out of the conference as a missionary overseas and I was looking for some work here. Came back into the United States. And I kind of grabbed a job here and there, AM, PM. You know how we got, you know how it goes, get started out. UMC and did a while. And McLeod told me about there was a part-time position open in the juvenile detention. And I like working with youth. And so he put a word in for me. I followed it up, put the paperwork in. At the same time, I was still working at UMC as a respiratory therapist assistant, and I said, well, maybe this will work out. And through perseverance, I got the job. And what, eight, was that 16, 17, 18 years later? Now, I say that to say this, he's a true friend. You know, he says what he means, and he means what he says. He is now a supervisor in our unit. Now, let me ask some of you a question. I can't talk quite as loud as I know because I'm getting over some things here, a cold. But let me ask you this. How many of your employers have prayer with you in the morning, on the job, at the work site? Well, we just started that at our job, and I'm right, Pastor McLeod. We go into his office at times and meet him and any other fellow employees who would like to. We say a word of prayer for our jobs, for the youth, for what we do in life. Now, the key is here, the prayer sets the tone for the day. It starts to work inside your soul, affects your mind, and thereby we want to be used by God for his vessel to do whatever he asks us to do. So decisions we make 
and on a prompt you know, basis, we may see a kid get out of control real quick, but hey, what would Christ do? When you're filled with the Holy Spirit and blessed with the Holy Spirit and have that daily prayer, it makes a difference. And I'm glad to work with Don and knowing him all these years and being able to work with him as well because he's a godly man. And so the words he says aren't just babble. They're carefully thought out. They're methodical. They're searched through the scriptures and they're spiritually fed. So I proudly, I proudly introduce you and bring you Pastor Don McLeod. He will be our speaker just after our special music, which is going to be his granddaughter. Am I right, Sister McLeod? Granddaughter, raise your hand. Yeah, she's in the restroom? Okay, she's in the restroom right now. But she's going to bless us with a song and prayer. And then we'll hear from Pastor McLeod. Anyone here, while she's on her way coming up, anyone here still have a testimony they want to say? Go right ahead, Brother Wallace. Thank you. Oh, praise the Lord once again, everybody. I don't need a microphone. It's always good to be here, but in life. But I want to uh, particularly thank God uh, just for being God, for being so good, so merciful in, in our work and just in life. You know, if we're here sitting in a chair right now, breathing, hearing, touching, feeling, have a sensation in your toes, if you can see, we got something to thank God about. You usually do. And, and if, if you haven't been to the hospital lately, I suggest if you don't have a reason to praise him right now, go to the hospital when you leave here, any floor, and you will have a, a new awakening of how good God is. The little things I thank him for, and I thank him for my trials and the tribulations, because I'm telling you something, we are blessed people. Don't let the world fool you in this financial situation. Life is more than money. There's a lot of people that don't have uh, no money. I mean, they have a whole lot of money, but their health is bad. And they'll give anything to have good health. So if you're healthy, I want to, in the name of the Lord tonight, I want to thank him and let you know that you are blessed. I'm blessed. I thank God for that. So keep me in prayer as we keep the Abundant Life family and, uh, and all the other families of the Lord here in the city and in the Adventist church uh, in prayer because he is really good. And with that, uh, I'm going to sit down because, uh, brother, uh, I can talk all day about God. I'm, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I learned to appreciate the little things in this time of my life. So I thank him. I praise God for this service. And may all of us have a blessing tonight. Happy Sabbath, everyone. Happy Today, I'm, Sabbath. <laughs> tonight, I'm going to sing Holy Ground. As I And I knew this was the place where love abounds. For this is the temple. 
on holy ground for we are standing on holy ground and I know that there are angels all around so let us I'm sorry, I did say the next voice you would be hearing from my comrade and friend, 
but I have to say amen. amen. Olivia, amen. praise God. Amen. Amen. I greet you by saying good evening. And happy Sabbath. My heart is so full of joy being a grandfather and watching my granddaughter. I got something to praise him for. Amen. Amen. And in listening to her sing, I felt the presence. Amen. That she is more than just a praiser of God. She moved from praise into worship. Come on, somebody say amen. Amen. You cannot worship God. Unless you connect it. So I thank God for Olivia. I told Doretha on the telephone that uh, Olivia would be doing the special music and we'll be all right. Amen. 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 Did I tell her the truth? I'm looking around the congregation at, at people that I love. And I heard Mother Richie say, amen. One thing that I miss are the hugs from Sister Richie. Everybody has some type of uniqueness. And in coming to Abundant Life, I would look forward to talking with Sister Richie. You know, and over the years, I think I started out at about 2.15. And I went up to 2.30. And she was still lifting me up. (laughs) Got up to about 2.50. And she was still lifting me up. Now, I think that she can just bend me a little bit now. But amen for Sister Richie. Amen. Amen. And uh, I have a, a special love for the Petersons. Amen. Love, 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 Brother Peterson. Sister Peterson have always treated me with respect and dignity and have been invited over to their home to Uh, break bread. I thank God for them. Come on, can you say amen? Amen. I'm just looking around the congregation and we're talking about we're family. Family reunion. I see brother and sister Pruitt. When you start talking about uh, the foundation, believe me, they paid their dues. Amen. Two people that love God. And and, and looking at brother uh, brother Pruitt, Brother Pruitt have been consistent with God. Every week going out to do something for the homeless. If he had to do it by himself, he was there. I was watching you, Brother Pruitt. Amen. And God is looking for Christians that are 
consistent. Somebody say amen today. And then uh, how can I go on without saying something about Brother Yancey? Amen, my, my walking buddy. You know, when we get a chance, we walk and we talk about the goodness of God. It's good to see Brother Yancey, good to see Sister Yancey and all of my other brothers and sisters in Christ. And then I thank God for uh, the ones that uh, put together this program today. Amen, uh, Sister Doretha and uh, Brother Eric Morris. Come on, say amen. amen. And then I know there are others that are here that are on the committee. Let me tell you, I'm going to tell you this. God did this. God want us together. Amen. All the difference, all the foolishness, we have to put it to the side and be about God's business. Hallelujah. So it starts with us. Come on now, we, we're not going to take no foolishness up in the heaven. Amen. If, if I cannot love you and you cannot love me, then you fooling yourself. There will be no room in heaven for haters. Uh, talk to me today, church. God want his people together so we can finish the work. Yes. Yes. Amen. And, and, and I believe now, I'm, I'm claiming a little something. I'm, I'm claiming this. Come on. Come on. One of the reasons that Doretha Robinson is here it's because she saw something in me on the job. Doretha, you knew that I was a seven-day Adventist. And Eric was a seven-day Adventist. And we represented it to the fullest. Come on, Brother Peterson and Brother Yancey. You remember the Tuesday night Bible studies at Juvenile Hall? We had church. Not gonna say nothing, but I saw some people clapping their hands and saying, This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. And the children really enjoyed it. You know, when I wonder did I leave anybody out there? Oh, Pastor O'Bannon. I love him. Do you love him? And I can remember when the abundant life was highland. And we had a uh, basketball team at that time. We would have about 30 or 40 youth. And I called up Pastor O'Bannon. You were the elder at Beacon Light. And I told him that we needed a place to house all these people. And he said, no problem. Come on down. We went down and Brother McLeod picked up about five or ten pounds. Amen. And when God relocated him to Las Vegas, I was happy Amen. because we need soldiers, you know, and he a man that loved God's people and he loved the work. So we want to lift you up in prayer. The youth pastor, we want to lift him up in prayer and we love him Amen. and also his lovely 
wife. Can you say amen today, sir? All right, let's get into the word of God. Amen. I want to thank God for the praise team. Yeah, I have to clean that one up real quick because the pastor got on the information late. But they were obedient. I'm looking at preacher man because he's that minister of music. Amen. And I thank God for them being here today. If you have your Bibles, turn it to the book of Luke. Chapter 15. We want to take a look at verses 22, 23, and 24. If you have it, say amen. Good to see you, Sister Lovett. But the father said to his servant, bring forth the best robe, put it on him. Put a ring on his hand, shoes on his feet, and bring here the fatted calf and kill it. And be merry. For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to be merry. And I kind of moved that word Mary to the side of her to pass in his prayer. Say that this should. Can you say amen? Amen. Amen. They began to. Can you say it with me? Celebrate. Amen. As a matter of fact, can you say we're celebrating right now? We're celebrating right now. Now, the first thing that we want to celebrate is the fact that we never could have made it without God. Amen. Let let me just pray on that thought. Help me, Father, as I preach this word. In Jesus' name, we never could have made it without God. Can you say amen? Amen. I don't know about you, but I've been through something this year. And the country have been through something. And I'm going to tell you right now, it's only by the grace of God that we're here right now. Now, about a year or two ago, Marvin Sapp wrote a song entitled, are you familiar with that song? Marvin Sapp, never could have 
made it. The song went on to say, I never could have made it without you. He went on to say that I could have lost it all. But I see how you were there for me. I never could have made it on my own. Do you hear me today, church? And then I heard him go on to say, because of you, I'm stronger. I'm wiser. I'm better. So much better. I never could have made it without you. Somebody say amen today. Amen. Beginning of the year, we saw the collapse of the nation's largest financial institutions. Am I right about it, church? We saw billion-dollar companies coming to the uh, government to receive welfare. See, you better be careful about looking down on people. They came to get some welfare. Thank God for welfare. Amen, amen, amen. Even auto dealers, newspaper came asking for help. You remember when the gas went up to almost $4? Can, can I say it again? Never could have made it. But the bills got paid. As a matter of fact, I think I got a few dollars in my pocket right now. Never could have made it. Amen. And we found out that there was a collapse in the building industry where millions of people lost homes and lost jobs. Amen. Amen. You know, we probably have members. I know we have members at New Life. And see, they testify at New Life during our prayer meeting. And I heard uh, somebody say, I'm not going to mention their name, but I have been unemployed for over a year. And I had a place to lay my head. My bills got paid. Come on, somebody talk to me. Hey, man, I had food to eat every day. I believe that person would say, I never could have made it. King David said, I was young, but now I'm old. And I never seen the righteous forsaken or his children begging for bread. I don't care what the economy is going through. Put your trust and your confidence in God. Can you say amen, church? All right. Point number one. We celebrate because we never could have made it without God. Amen. Point number two. We celebrate because we have received a robe of righteousness. 
I didn't hear nobody say amen, but I say amen myself. Let's take a look at verse 22. Oh, the Bible is, is interesting. You have verse 22? Amen. It said, but the father said to his servant, bring forth what kind of robe? Yes. And then once you get the robe, what do you need to do? Put it on him. Now, I'm not going to talk today about the ring on his finger. And I'm not going to talk about the fat. Well, I'm going to talk about the fatty calf a little bit today. Amen. If it's in the world, it ought to be heard. He said, put a ring on his finger. A robe. And then go and get a calf because we're getting ready to have a feast. See, you can't argue with me because it's in the word. Amen. Now, let, let's talk about the robe. I want to be clear on the point that the prodigal son did not do anything to receive the robe. Oh, y'all, y'all talk to me today now. Amen, amen. He didn't receive the robe because he deserved it. He didn't receive the robe because he worked for it. He didn't receive the, the robe because he earned it or inherited it or because he was a second or third generation at Venice. He didn't receive the robe because he ate veggie burgers. Come on now. He didn't receive the robe because he paid his tithes and his offering. Oh yeah, come on now, come on now. He received the robe because he was connected to God. Amen, 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 amen. I hope you got to have me back again sometime. Uh, somebody may, may have made a mistake by putting Pastor McLeod up here. But I'm going to tell you the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. So help me God. Amen. So we can conclude that he had a special role. Every particle son and daughter that gets out of the pig pen and returns home, you get a robe. I've been in the pig pen. Oh, come on, come on now. Yeah, you can look holier than thou if you want to, but you came out of the pig pen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Waddling and slop. <laughs> Eating pig feet. <laughs> Chitlin' with hot sauce on it. Come on now. Come on now. Come on now. <laughs> D 
There were some players up in here. There were some freaks up in here. Oh, can I keep it real today? There were some crackheads. You know about Thunderbird and English 800. But one day God took you out of the pig pen. Come on. Pick you up, turn you around, place your feet on solid ground. Can somebody say hallelujah today? All right. Uh, brothers, can I talk with the ladies just one second? The robe is, is special. This robe cannot be located at Maryland Parkway Shopping Mall or at the Galleria in Henderson. Brothers, can I talk with the ladies for a little while? It can't be bought at QVC or HSN or Hallelujah today. You cannot purchase it over the internet. A credit card. Oh yeah, we, we love some credit card. We'll pull that visa and that master charge, bang, charge it. Be careful now. Now, the robe cannot be passed down from parents to son or daughter. Did everybody hear what I said? Just because your mama is a deaconess. Don't mean that she passing her holiness down to you. So it can't be passed on. The only way that you can receive this role is through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Say amen today. You know this role has been purchased by the blood of Jesus. Can I get a witness here today? What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me hold again? Can we thank God for the blood? Amen. Nothing but the blood. The robe is pure than gold, whiter than snow. I had a chance to talk with Doretha on the telephone today, and she asked me, uh, what size T-shirt do you wear? And uh, my mind was kind of going back from a 2X to a 3X. So I just said, I'm a, I go with the 2X. 
Amen, church. Amen. Now, Pastor McLeod, why are you saying this? I'm saying this because God have a robe that's tailor-made. Hey, come on. It's tailor-made just for you. If you're big like me, he got a robe for you. If you're small like Olivia, he got a robe for you. Yeah, now it's dangerous to move through this life without your robe on. We need to be covered by the blood of Jesus. Can you say amen today? All right, all right. Now, the next point I want to go to is that uh, during celebrations, we like to eat, don't we? Verse 23, bring here the fatted calf, and do what with the calf? Y'all said that kind of, come on, talk to me today now. Kill it, and then after we kill it, let us do what? Let us eat and I don't know, it may have been a veggie calf, I don't know. <laughs> All right, now we're we not going against the teachings. It may have been a vegetarian calf. Uh, but all I know is said, take the calf and kill it and let us be, we, we love to eat. We like to eat at family reunions, weddings. And I don't know about you, but I like collard greens. I like cornbread. I like black eyed peas. Are we going to see some of that this weekend, Aretha? Did Aretha say anything? Because I know she can cook. Amen. God bless you, uh, Sister Doretha. We like banana pudding. Yes, you know, Sister Everson can really, we, we family here today. She make a sugar-free banana. She'll give you a little taste of what heaven is like. Then we like that uh, uh, potato pie. Sweet potato pie. We like that, don't we? All right, I want to use that as an illustration, not the potato pie, but the peach cobbler. Hey, man, you know about that peach cobbler. It is, it's a story that I used during my sermon a couple of a weeks ago at New Life, but I want to use this illustration again, New Life, if you don't mind. I can remember eating peach cobbler with my little baby girl. Latoya, where's Latoya at? She was just a little baby then. 
And uh, as I was eating the peach cobbler, Latoya kept staring at me and staring at the peach cobbler <laughs> as if to suggest that she wanted some. When Katrina was not looking, where's Katrina at? Oh, she changed. <laughs> when Katrina was not looking, I put a little bit of the cobbler on my finger and gave it to my daughter. And I could tell the way that Latoya responded that she liked the way that the peach cobbler tasted. Somebody say amen. amen. She then motivated herself to lift up her little finger and started reaching for the peach cobbler. So daddy being a good daddy, got a piece, Trina one looking, put it in her mouth. Then she went from lifting up her finger to lifting up all five fingers. And then the other five fingers and reaching for the peach cobbler. Now I say that a, a pattern is starting to develop here. The more I gave her, the more she reached for more. Can you say amen? amen. What I didn't know is that my wife Katrina had been watching it the whole time. Do anybody in here know my wife? My queen of Sheba. Can you say amen for Sister Katrina? All right, all right. Because she kept reaching, my wife, Sister Katrina, told me that I should not have given her a taste. Because now Latoya wanted the whole thing. I don't know about you, but like my daughter Latoya, when you get a taste of God's blessing, you want the whole thing. Come on now. I don't want a little piece of Jesus. I want the whole thing. I heard somebody say, oh, taste and see. Blessed are they that hunger and thirst at the righteousness, for they shall be filled. Can you say amen? amen. I like to tell stories. I want to end. Did our piano player leave? Elder, can you just play something quietly on the piano? Can we say amen for the preacher man? Amen. Preacher man can sing. Preacher man can teach. 
Preacher man can pray. And preacher man can preach. And he came and he started right here at Highland. Seven day Adventist church. Brother Pruitt, can, I, can you be my witness today? Amen. Amen. The last point that I want to make. We need to celebrate because God have a place for those who have been scratched and dented. Have you ever been dented by life and scratched by life? I'm glad that there's a place. I'm glad that there's room at the cross for people that have hung around slop. Uh, Y'all help me today. That have been in the far country. That have experienced righteous living. There's a place for them at the cross. Let me, let me close by telling this story. In Birmingham, there was a store that sells scratched and dented merchandise. The stuff at this store is there because somewhere between the time the stuff left the warehouse and before it reached its destination, it received a scratch are a dent of some sort. Since the items have scratched or dents, have you ever received one of those dented cans in the store? Usually they give you a little discount because the, the can is dented, but the contents inside is still the same. Come on, help me, church, now. Help me, help me, help me. Most people don't want them, but the owners of the scratch and then stores take the merchandise. And the reason they take it is because they understand that although the merchandise have a few scratches and dents, it still can serve the purpose for which it was created. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. A stove with a slight scratch in it will still cook food. A recliner with a, a scratch in it will still recline. Like the store owner, God recognized that although we have been scratched and dented, we can still serve at God-giving purpose. Somebody say amen today. In conclusion, we celebrate this weekend because we never could have made it without God. We celebrate because of Jesus. We have been clothed in righteousness 
We have tasted Jesus and we know that he is good. And finally, we know that there's a place at the cross for sinners. Jesus came to save sinners. Heads are bowed, eyes are closed. Our Father and our God, thank you for being a blessing, God. Thank you for being a saving God. Somebody say amen. Thank you for being a forgiving God. Thank you for being a delivering God. Thank you for hearing and answering our prayers. For as we look at abundant life, we think about Highland Square and new life, and we can say that God has brought us a mighty long ways. Not by might nor by power, but by my spirit said, thank you, Jesus, for dying on the cross for sinners. Let your blessings be upon this church. Continue to give it peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. And then we ask that you don't forget about new life, Father. I ask that you look in on three angels and bless them too, Father. We thank you for all that you have done. We believe that for those that are connected with Christ, the best is yet to come. Thank you. We love you. We appreciate you. In Jesus' name we pray. Can you say amen today? Amen. amen. I'm getting ready to take my seat. You can come on up, Doretha. Amen. And can I ask a, a quick question before I sit down? Do you still have the uh, Tuesday support group? I missed the uh, Tuesday support group. I'm going to have to come by. And you remember we prayed. We prayed for this man right up here. Elder Wright. And now he's the first elder at the New Life Seventh-day Adventist Church. Come on, somebody say, man, I'm getting ready to sit down. But in that, that, that support group, miracles are being performed. Amen. If she don't hurry up, I'm getting ready to testify some more. All right. Can we say amen? Can we give God some praise today? Amen. 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 Thank you, Pastor McLeod, for your Amen. that wonderful sermon. This has been is this it? Okay. This has been a wonderful way to get the, the Sabbath started off. Would you agree? Can we give him a hand again? And can we say that we love him? I have to tell you that I'm just so full just looking out and seeing all of you. First, 